0: I'll tell you what is fire. Is that new Taylor Swift
1: jam? I know you bullshit. I know you're joking.
0: Oh, you got a problem with Taylor because she shit on your boy,
1: your boys Kim and Kanye? Well, she has no standing. She has no ground. Who what cares? the fuck? She has Who no layers. Con- but but Kanye, no, that
0: Kanye is an asshole. Yeah. And the song is fire. And the song is fire.
1: You really so think it's fire?
0: I like her music. I do. I think she's a good. I think she's talented as
1: hell. God, that's the whitest shit you ever said in your life.
0: Have you ever, I mean, no, it's really not Like
1: Yes the fuck it is
0: Hit my music
1: Sierra, Hotel, India, Echo, Lima, Delta, Shield You are now listening to the SMC Wrestling Podcast With your boys, The Smart, Caleb Baldwin, The Mark, Carl Irvin, and The Contrarian, Rance Morris Believe in the Pod What's up, everybody? Welcome to the SMT Wrestling Podcast. It is September 8th, 2017. It's your boy Rance, a.k.a. Ray Cash. Let me give you a heads up before we start. I have a cold, so if you hear me cough or sneeze, I have an excuse. Unlike my brother Carl, who chose to cough through my very emotional diatribe about my Hurricane Harvey story last week. Hey, so here we go. I want we y'all go. to know.
0: We're, we're already on to Irma, and we're still talking about you. I got it. Oh, like, well.
1: Seriously. Wow. Shout out,
0: shout, out, shout out to Florida. Wow.
1: Shout out to Florida, I Jeremy, know. Carl, James. I mean, yeah. not Carl. Jeremy, Rich, James. I hope you guys are okay. Be careful out there.
0: Yeah, no doubt. As, as, as Bill Belichick might say, we're on to Irma. <laughs> but, um, no, I, uh, it's funny because I, the thing is, I didn't explain myself last week, so I'm sitting here coughing, and everybody's like, what the hell is that? Really? Uh, I'm just having, I've still got like a minor, I've got like one of those lingering coughs going on, you know what I mean? Um, I'm getting attacked by allergies, so it's, it's awful, but yeah, I apologize ooh, for that. Ooh, but my allergies. Oh, shut up.
1: But my, my immune system.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Oh tired man, you deserve that
0: cough, Tired of this.
2: Well, wow.
1: Gentlemen, okay. you want to yourself? Well, this is what's going on?
2: Okay, sweet. Uh, I am your smart mark. I am Caleb M. Baldwin. Um, I just want to let you guys know um, the past couple days have been a bit of a mixed bag for years, truly. Thursday night, I got to see the Chiefs beat the Patriots. Now, I'm not a Chiefs fan, but I like Alex Smith, former 49er. And that was awesome because, you know, all this rumor and all this talk about how the, the Patriots were on a 16-0 and 0 and all that good stuff, you know. Just pure insanity to be speaking at the preseason. And then the Chiefs beat them in week one at their home stadium. So that's awesome. However, this afternoon, I took an excursion out of town excursion. and decided I wanted to go see – Yes.
1: That's, that's how fucking far and he I stays out, I... guys. He has to take excursions to, to go yes. see civilization. Yes,
2: exactly. Yeah, I oh have to God. blaze trails and stuff. Yeah. So, I went and I saw It. Don't know if you know what it is, but hey. Those of you that don't live under a rock, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So that's cool. However, I was disappointed. I had high hopes, and I do not feel as though the movie delivered. But, I mean, I'm fine. <laughs> I had the day off, so I can't really complain. And uh, that's really all
1: I got for you right now, So Carl, What's so up, well, Hold on. So a recap.
2: A recap.
1: Okay. Yeah. A recap. Houston is dealing with uh, residual flood damage. Florida is dealing oh, with a, f- a future flood. And Caleb just had a bad day because <laughs> the movie was bad.
0: All right. Yes. Got yeah. you.
2: Well, yeah. we all have we all have well, different
0: I, different days, you know. <laughs> I guess so.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, <clears throat> don't worry when a tornado takes out. Delaware, Oklahoma, and you had a bad day watching the Avengers. Hey, do movie. not, be to, please, get him back.
2: come on now. You cannot be saying town name. Come on now.
1: <laughs> what if someone it doesn't hears matter. This
2: podcast, what if someone hears this podcast and is like, I fucking hate that Caleb guy. I want to, I want him out of here. And then, yeah, they just, you know, hunt me down well, because now they know the town in which I live. Well, to because that, I say gave good. It Yeah. good. Wow. That's wow. Yeah. yeah I'm getting, I'm getting you want beauty. all you want all you want all logic and reason removed from this podcast don't you uh
0: you know it uh, the, if i wanted that i would just quit yeah. it. So
1: the, uh, the smc podcast does not uh endorse the thoughts and, and views of one color oh come on oh boy uh so just <laughs> so to kind of piggyback off Caleb. Oh.
0: no no hey I mean, yeah. you're gonna let me you let me introduce
2: myself at in okay least. yeah i'll let you get your shit in go ahead
0: Thank you. Just to piggyback off you, the last time the Patriots lost a season opener to the Chiefs, they won the Super Bowl. So let's not get ahead of ourselves.
2: Oh, who cares? Yeah. Oh, boo. True.
0: Yeah, I'm not I, I'm not a Patriots fan. You guys know that. But just to be, you know, some context there. Uh, the Patriots far as far as are the scourge of the earth. Oh, yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. I've, I don't know if you've met Steelers fans before. But anyways. Amen. Amen. Uh, okay i'll say this about it i haven't seen it i'm gonna go see it tomorrow but the re-
1: reviews have seen been what? good
0: so it we get it jericho <laughs>
1: um,
0: yep so yeah but, uh, i don't know the reviews have said it's good and you say it's not so much so i guess i'll have an opinion next time i see you guys talk to you guys so whatever
2: i will, I will say this carl just to figure back off of what you said that uh it's much better than the 1990 miniseries. So oh, I, I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, we're not here to talk about movies, are we? We're here to talk about wrestling, aren't we?
1: Well, with, with, with you, Caleb, we never know, brother. <sighs> That's true. Oh, okay.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Set us up, my brother. Set us up.
2: Oh, wow. Okay, you're, you're exposing the business here, but okay. Um, so, you know, I had the day off. Some people didn't. I also have Christmas Day off, but now, this year, there is a, uh, brand, a roster of a uh, show called Raw that is not going to have Christmas Day off this year, as they will be going live from I don't know where.
1: And, uh, live from Sioux Falls, <laughs> South Dakota.
2: <laughs> yes, I I have my thoughts on this. Um, I I don't want to get those out of the way real quick. Um, Now, as far as this goes, like, I... I mean, I understand it, but I can empathize with the wrestlers that are upset that they have to work on Christmas Day. You know, I understand. Um, I think, you know, depending on attendance and, and ratings for this, you know, we'll tell whether or not... This, you know, is a yearly tradition. And most years it wouldn't have to be a tradition anyway because, you know, you know, they only run Mondays and Tuesdays. So, you know what? That's, you know, <laughs> that's interesting. I wish I had more to say. I know Carl does. I think Rance does. I'm not sure. But I am curious to hear what you guys have to say.
0: Uh, well, I actually, me and Caleb have talked about this. I haven't actually heard Rance's opinion on this. Hmm um at all you haven't really said anything about it so i am curious but i'm gonna get it, i'm gonna get mine in first just because i don't want you to take away my heat if for some reason we
2: agree uh, <laughs> oh boy Same. so let me just ju-
0: let me just jump in okay so here's the thing i completely understand the frustration with having to work on christmas day because first and foremost I have worked in a place where I've had to work Christmas Day. I have worked multiple Christmas days, and I am in my early 30s. So I am in that same age as a lot of these guys that you see on TV every week, I would imagine, in the same age range. Um, I also have a family. Um, I have worked while having a family on Christmas Day. It does suck, okay? However, this is just kind of the nature of it. All right, like they've never had to do this before. So this isn't something that, that they had to do, no. But when you take on a job, okay, this is these are the kind of things you just have to deal with. If you work at a bank, you don't have to work on Christmas and you know that, right? But if you work for a company like this, this is just the way it is. I worked at a casino. We were open 24 seven. I knew going in that I was gonna have to work Certain days I may not want to. And that includes, I'm a religious guy. I've worked Easter. I've worked Christmas, okay? I mean, these days are not days you want to work. You want to be with your family. I get that. Um, But I will say this, and maybe this isn't a fair reasoning. These guys are getting compensated a lot better than I am. And I don't really see a lot of people run into the defense of other people that have to work on Christmas. You hardly ever see it. Exactly. All of a sudden, we're having a, we're having a boo-hoo fest over these guys for them having to do this one time. And they're probably not going to have to do it again for seven years, six or seven years, depending on how the days rotate in the calendar. It's hard for me to really sympathize. So that's just my opinion. And Rance, feel free to
1: jump in. LeBron James hasn't had a Christmas Day off in like eight years. In fact, until last year, LeBron James hadn't had a Christmas in Cleveland. Every game of Christmas he was it was away. So boo fucking hoop. I, I like I have sympathy for the guy that works at Walmart or the guy that works at the, the gas station or the guy that works at uh, the movie theater or you know like a regular everyday job that has to work on Christmas. I feel for you. I feel for that person. But there when you're when you're an entertainer and you get paid off of your entertainment. And you are a mainstream, top-level entertainer. You belong to the public. I hate that. It's bullshit, but it is the truth. Colin Cowherd says something that's very true, and I, I stand by it all the time. If, when 9-11 happened, nobody gave a fuck that Brian Williams had a family. Nobody cared. We needed to know the news. When these things happen, we need to know. I've got a, a good friend of mine, and i got a cousin of mine who are both anchors for the news for two different news channels here in Houston, and they didn't they didn't go home for like four days. You know what? That's the job. So, boo-hoo.
0: Well, let me can I just piggyback real quick, Caleb, before I let you jump in because I know you will probably want to say something about. Yeah, it. Yeah, no, before. go um, go ahead. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just wanted to say another thing to think about. How many times do we hear the idea of if you want to be successful in life, you've got to sacrifice? Absolutely. Right.
1: Absolutely. You got you
0: to sacrifice things to make the real money and to be successful and to have to be rich and whatever it is that you want out of life, with all the things that you want out of life, you got to sacrifice. You got to sacrifice. And so we're gonna lose our minds as as fans over one day. That's gonna. It's not gonna happen for I don't know. I mean I don't know how.
1: Another seven days. Go, Another seven years. But
0: it's, yeah, it's gonna be however long, right? You're asking these guys to sacrifice one Christmas. It's 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 insane to me the amount that we the the, the links that we will go to just to get angry about this when regular people like the cat, the gas station guy that you mentioned if he works at the gas station for three years four years he may work every single Christmas yep whether whether it's on a Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Christmas it doesn't matter New
1: Year's President's Day Martin Luther King Day Easter yeah
0: so every Arbor Day
1: Arbor Day Flag Day Flag Day, <laughs> Flag Day <laughs> Earth Day Father's Uh, Day Everything
0: So I mean come on I mean so that's just my opinion on this And Caleb I'd like to hear if you have anything you want to add
2: Um You know I don't really have much to add You know now that you put it you know this way of Especially when you rationalize like I get Christmas Day off So it is really easy for me to empathize with people that Unfortunately have to work Christmas now However And this one really pisses me off As a fan of Seinfeld I have to work Festivus every single year oh my and it God. always just pisses me off. <laughs> I can't get the pole out. I can't do the Feats of Strength. I can't do any of that. I can't do the airing of grievances on the day of because I have to work. But that's a that's a that's petty price that I have. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I sorry about your luck, but I think you'll get over it, you know, and hey, you can have Christmas on the 26th or 27th it's yes okay, well, know. Enough,
0: i haven't seen a ton of the guys really complain maybe they're scared to because oh
1: know. it's not gonna go public if they do no but i don't understand I mean, what there's to complain about what is there to complain about like that you, you're that not, they are
2: working on christmas day that's what there's to complain about i mean they're, but it's they're gone and, that, right? but they're
1: gone 300 days out the year. you're mad because you're gone for one
2: well, it's not just one day. It's Christmas Day, man. It's pro- It's well, considered. I would. It's probably be considered the most popular holiday of sure. of the year. So sure. Hey. I,
0: I mean, I, 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 like I said, I get it. Uh, I just don't have much sympathy for it. I would have honestly, you know, Caleb. I know where you know you have a job where you don't work on Christmas Day, but that's because you spend the rest of the year. Busting your ass during Christmas season to set up for Christmas, you know what I mean? Or to set up for like that, that holiday season. You know, yeah. The next day, yeah. the next the next day at your job, I know for a fact it's busy as all hell, right? It you know is. I mean? Yeah. I have more sympathy for the fact that you have to kill yourself for two months out of the year just to get ready for the you know for these specific days, than I do for a guy who's got to work on Christmas Day once every seven years and it's actually the only the first time they've ever had to do it within this job i'm not saying they haven't had to do it in their past lives yeah. or whatever but
2: now uh i do want to ask you guys do you think this will be successful for them for uh, do you think this will be a successful venture for the wwe do you think they'll draw not necessarily even a good rating but say like a good live attendance for example
0: uh i think it'll depend on where they're at um, I, I,
2: they're I, in I, Chicago. They're in Chicago. Oh,
0: oh okay, that's right. right. okay, that's right. You're right. I forgot about that. Um, I think they'll do fine. I, I don't think you'd be surprised, man, because like if you, I, okay, just for context, I went to that was probably about maybe eight or nine years ago. I went to a Dallas Cowboys game in Dallas on Christmas Day. Uh, me and my parents and my girlfriend at the time, my now wife, but my wife my wife, we all went down there. I mean, it was a packed house, right? A form of entertainment, family get-together. You'd be surprised when a place of business is open how many people will still go. Like I said earlier, you know, I worked at a casino before. And I'm telling you, we were busy as hell on Christmas Day. When places are open on Christmas Day, they will get people. Um, Some of it is some people don't have family. Um, You know, they're lonely. They want to do something. Some of it is... You know, you can get the whole family together. We're all here, right? You're in Chicago, right? Say you go visit your family in Chicago. We're all here. You know, let's go to a wrestling thing. It's something we can do together as a family. You can still actually do it as a family. So, yes, I think from a live attendance standpoint, I think it'll be fine. I don't know how it'll do on TV, but honestly, I figure it's going to play maybe a little lower than normal, but not anything jarring. I just don't see that happening. Um, People watch, people sit around and watch TV on Christmas Day, People go places on Christmas Day, you know, so for us as fans, if we hate it so much, we better not show up, you know what I mean? We better not watch it on TV. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that, I that's my to. thoughts on this. Um, so I know I'll probably watch, you know, but that's that's just me. So just something to think about.
2: Yeah, I suppose so. Rance, what do you
0: think? Man. Do you think it's going to yeah. do well on Christmas? How do you think it's going to go over?
1: It's Chicago. The fuck you think? Was the last time you saw a Chicago crowd that wasn't hot, that wasn't full, that wasn't ready to go? Especially, man, Chicago, Chicago shows um, out. Chi- let me let me say, let me say, Rance, Rance, Rance. I'm sorry to interrupt.
2: I know you got to go. Last time they went to Chicago. No, the last time they went to Chicago, they didn't sell out Takeover, and I don't believe Backlash sold out either. So
1: yeah, but we're talking. It's
2: not unprecedented
1: okay but we're not we're talking about we're not talking about an empty crowd we're talking about the difference between 10,000 and 12,000 okay right Right. you can tarp the top off and it'll still look full I mean I'm sure many people at home think thinking that oh well shit the arena holds 12,000 people they'll get five I don't see that happening I see it being a full crowd I see people wanting to be a part people love novelty right People love novelty shit. You Remember when remember when Punk uh, had his match with Cena at Money in the Bank and he had the shirt that had the date on it? You, people were buying shit on eBay for like thousands of dollars because of the novelty. People like to do shit and go to shit and live through shit or experience shit that is not going to happen again. Who says they ever do another wrong Christmas? Yep, that's true. So think about that coupled with uh coupled with the city they're in and how hot it is. Come on man. If my, if 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 you can sell out if if Lambeau Stadium will sell out on fucking Christmas Day, they can get twelve thousand people for raw taping.
0: Agreed. I think they will.
1: One thing I've learned, and I know Caleb will hate this, I don't statement. know about
2: twelve thousand.
1: Okay, we'll see, we'll see. Maybe we'll make okay. a bet later down the road. But one thing I've learned okay. Okay. that Caleb might hate is I never, ever second guess Vince McMahon. I might, I might question it, but at the end of the day, he's made a lot more right decisions than I've made decisions.
2: <laughs> Caleb, is uh-huh. Caleb is like, uh-huh. Wow. Uh-huh. I love uh-huh. it. <laughs> <laughs> So uh I think we've pretty well said all we can say about Raw on Christmas, but uh so guys, there is uh there is one particular guy in uh one John Bradshaw Layfield, who does not have to work Christmas anymore, at least not with WWE. He decided to leave his post on SmackDown and he is helping out his foundation and I can't remember exactly what they do, but I know it's very charitable.
1: The take and, care kids in so, Bermuda.
2: There we go, yeah. There we go. Good job uh, filling in the gaps where I can't. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, JBL left SmackDown. Um, thank you for that. Not only for, oh, hey, I don't have to hear you anymore, whatever. I don't want to be a jerk about it. Um, for, you know, doing the charitable work that you were doing. I, obviously, I can appreciate that as well. Um, I am kind of puzzled by the shuffling that they did. Hmm. I honestly thought that uh, haven't it's weird because here's the thing, you know, with the shuffling they did. Now, Raw and SmackDown both have Corey on them, but the B shows that are taped at the, at those shows both have Nigel on them. Mm-hmm. So it's just not very um, it's not very economical. You know, you're you're paying for. Two announcers to go to two different cities when you could just do one, and I, having Nigel call one of the A shows, I don't think he's necessarily taking a chance at this point because I feel like he's proven no, he's you know more than capable.
1: He's not ready,
2: really, not at all. No, he's not ready, really. No. Okay,
1: Nigel hasn't well, learned. I agree to this Nigel, statement. Nigel hasn't learned to do the three man weave yet. Nigel is really good when it's him and one other person. The problem is Nigel overtalks okay. everybody.
2: Oh, uh, okay, yeah. That's
0: well, fair. I'll, I'll say, fair say right. this about um, I haven't heard a ton of Nigel because I don't, you guys know I'm, I, I get my t- my moments to watch what I can watch. So I usually have missed most of his commentary, but I've heard that he's decent enough. But like you, if you say he's not ready, then I would take your word for it. I, I mean, I don't know. He's uh, good. As far as Corey, right. As far as Corey goes, I would disagree with your point, Caleb, that it's not economical. And the reason why I say that, is if you're thinking of it's straight from a dollars and cents, well, he, you got to pay for him to travel. You got to do this. You got to do that. I get that. However, this is an opportunity because Corey is such a good announcer. He's so good at what he does, and he's interesting, and people like him. But it's an opportunity to actually make more money because now you're putting Corey on the other brand as well, which brings. More awareness. People weren't as fond of JBL, right? A lot of people don't like JBL. So, Corey is a could be a money maker for you. Just like when they try and build a, a wrestler, okay? They try and put Roman Reigns out there, and they bring him out there so people will watch, and more people will want to watch the product. More people watching the product means more people buying shit. Yeah, right. That that's to me that's the same idea. You know, if you put if you told me tomorrow you could have Gorilla Monsoon. And Bobby the Brain Heenan back on WWE. You think a lot of extra people would start watching? Bet you they would. And I'm not saying Corey yeah, is that. Yeah, because Gorilla is Monsoon is dead, sir. Okay, you know you what
1: I mean. You bastard. Bro.
0: You you know what I mean. I'm not saying Corey <laughs> is Corey is that, but I think he's an upgrade from JBL. So I think I think it matters in in terms of dollars and cents. You know, maybe not immediately, but I think bottom line, I do think it's it's not going to hurt them on, you know, economically. Well, this is, you know, my opinion and, on that. So.
1: And, you, and you're forgetting the fact that he was already on Tuesday, every every Tuesday for 205 Live. So it's not like he's doing anything different. He's been going Tuesdays no, I every, know. every week. I know. It just doesn't
2: make sense to me that he would, they would have him do Mondays and Tuesdays. And uh, Carl, to your point, I don't think people are necessarily going to shows because of the commentary that's on there
1: or. I'm not. Yeah, but I'm not talking about.
0: I'm not talking about going to shows. Watching. That's a whole different, that's a whole different ballgame.
1: The quality watching of the shows watching it, yeah.
0: Watching brings in its whole
2: other brand of people who will buy Watch, things yeah. as well. Maybe, maybe so, but I don't know. I can only speak from my personal perspective. I have never like, even I have heard some of the dirt worst commentary out there, but I have never turned off a show because of commentary before. So I can, but, I'm just going to make that.
1: Clear. But have you muted a show because of commentary?
2: Actually, just once, and it was uh, Impact of about a couple months ago. Josh Matthews wouldn't shut I, up about something.
1: I hate that dude. I truly feel he's like terrible. Just like, uh, just like a hot crowd can enhance a, a match, a great commentary can enhance a match. That's the that's oh, been, yeah, I agree with that. That's been the argument with Michael Cole and Jr. Michael Cole was great at his job, but he's asked to do something different that Jim Ross was asked to do. So people felt like, well, we need to keep Jr. Because JR makes the matches feel more important, whereas Michael Cole makes it feel more corporate or commercial. Which, I get that. But it's the same thing. So now you have not only only a legit heel announcer, but a witty, smart, funny, uh, legit heel announcer. Who, let's not forget the great rapport he has with Byron Saxton. Those two have a great rapport. And Phillips, too, yeah. And Phillips, yes. All three of them? It's going to be great. Yeah, I
2: agree. no, if we, I, we I, saw that I, I, on NXT before, and
0: that trio is good. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I remember you guys have heard me say this before when we uh, did our little – we did a little draft a while back or whatever and put it away, but it didn't end up getting recorded correctly. But whatever. But when don't, we did that, don't bring
1: that up, to Carl. Don't bring that up.
0: <laughs> whenever that we did that, if you guys remember, when we drafted our commentary guys, I drafted Corey and Byron because I was such a big fan of how they, how they work together. Yeah, I think that's just a great dynamic between those two. So I'm happy that especially that Corey and Byron are going to be back on on commentary. Well, I don't usually listen to SmackDown commentary that much. I usually will mute it. You know, I I mean, it's whatever to me. I'm not a big commentary fan, so it's got to be a good team. So I usually mute commentary sometimes um, I just watch the matches or whatever or the promos. But
1: uh, I got a question. I got a question for Caleb.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Go ahead.
1: How do you do? You think that Renee should have gotten a chance to maybe be lead? Because we she we've we've seen her in NXT as a color. It's not good. But I think it, Renee could eventually be a good lead announcer, like a play by play.
2: You don't do that on SmackDown. I'll put it that way. Okay, that's right. Maybe you do that with the May. You do that with the May Young, you Young Classic, or you do that with 205 Live, or something of that nature. She should have but called the May Young, Young Classic, by Smackdown. the way.
1: She should have called. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because God bless Jim Ross. Yeah. His time is gone.
2: It's bad. Yeah. Jim Ross in 2017 is not a good commentator.
1: And and then and then Lita, who... Shame. Lita isn't very good at commentating because she's never done it before. But then she already has yeah. a grating voice. But she's not adding anything to the shows. She's not adding any... Like, very, very rarely does she actually add some value to... But, like, Jim has to go, like, down in her throat and pull it out. Man, I tried to tell you all that, too.
0: I haven't even watched the Mae Young Classic. But when we talked about it before we started this podcast, I specifically remember not being a huge fan of Lita being at the booth for the Mae Young Classic. But
1: you get why, right? Who else were they going to get?
0: No, yeah, sure, I get why. But, I mean, ugh. Anyway,
2: that's that,
1: That's
0: uh, another, another story. No, Carl, me.
2: that – Carl, that is a proper reaction to what we've been treated to. Yes. As far as that goes. Um have you guys said your piece on uh have you guys got all your shit in on the JBL thing?
1: Well, no. I want to say I don't this. I don't want to rush you, yeah. To my to my brothers at One Nation Radio. I do not appreciate the fact that y'all had a dance party for 15 minutes singing celebration and don't stop the feeling and all these happy songs about JBL leaving. I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate the yes chance. (laughs) I don't appreciate the jubilation. I understand JBL isn't popular with the IWC. I don't consider myself a card-carrying member of the IWC, although I live in an IWC neighborhood. But (laughs) JBL is not as bad as y'all make him out to be. No, he's not. And and I do, and I want to go on a quick little diatribe. This is for my boy Caleb. Oh, boy. I remember, and, and this is—I just want to—I'm gonna say this to kind of bring my full point around about JBL about how he's not as bad as y'all think he is. We know JBL used to be a bully. We know JBL is, is a bit of a dick as a human as a human being in a wrestling perspective, but we also know all the good shit he's done for other people. He created tribute to the troops. He's tirelessly works all the past five, six, seven years helping kids. He does, he does doesn't—he's done a lot. But y'all, motherfuckers, yes, motherfuckers. We're killing this dude over the Morrow Rinaldo situation. And the truth finally fucking came out. That it wasn't about him. Morrow had beef with Vince. Also, truth came out that the shit that, that Morrow was upset that JBL said, everybody knew JBL was fed that line. So, you know, s- situations like that that bother me because we run, we run to Crucified Guy for shit that's not even true. But my narrative... right? So, you know, and I'm not saying JBL was – at, at this stage, JBL was extremely – he was extremely repetitive. He wasn't very inventive. He had his moments, but he was uh, average to subpar announcer at this stage. Of the yeah. Day. So, well, I mean, it, let's, let's face it. it.
0: Our, opinions, our opinions are always going to be a little bit different from Smart Nation Radio over there. Yeah.
1: Okay. Our
2: boy, our boy hey. James. Hey, guys. And yeah, let's tread hey. lightly there. That, that's our big hey. brother.
1: yeah uh, hey. Rich will be on the show it's, soon, and he'll talk shit to me. It's, it's all good.
2: Yeah, it's
0: all in fun. They know that. So we're, our opinions are always going to be a little bit different. I would agree with Francis. I mean, it's a little much, guys. It's like, y'all celebrating like the president just finally got it beached, okay? Let's let's calm down with all
1: hey, that. Hey, watch time. out. We're the of you know the I mean? Podcast, call, Watch out.
0: That's oh, boy. True. I, better calm, I better calm down with that.
1: So. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm done. I'm done. Wow. I just needed to say okay, that. Okay. Okay. Um, I just okay. need people to at least I do say, appreciate stuff.
2: The final shoe is dropped, and that – I'm going to say it. That subpar commentary team that SmackDown had last year, all three parts of it are gone. And now, the M- morrow part, that's going to be controversial for some people. But, okay, here's the thing with Morrow Ronaldo, I do want to say this real quick. I know it's unrelated. Mm-hmm. He can be a very good announcer. Absolutely. However – when he's stuck on "Mama Mia! Speak on to Caleb. Or, or, they're like a Dennis and a carpenter fighting tooth and nail. Hey, hey,
0: That's real quick, Caleb. Real bad. quick, Caleb.
2: Real quick, What's Caleb. How oh,
0: would, I, know how, you how, I know what you how would, how would Conan potentially announce a match?
2: Oh, boy. Conan. What would he, he say? Would what say, would he yeah. say? Oh boy, you would say, "Oh, this match is serious, like a late period." (laughs) Viva (laughs) la Raza!
1: There it is, folks. Yeah. Our weekly Viva la Raza from Caleb.
2: Yep, you got it. Wow. Hey, speaking of Conan, you know what organization he works for in Orlando right now? Do
1: you?
2: No. I'm. Fuck it. Global Force Wrestling. Impact Wrestling. Anthem, whatever, whatever they're called. Does he work there? Oh,
1: LAX, yeah, yeah. Shows how I give a fuck about that company.
2: Such weirdness right now. Wait, wait, hold on, hold hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: Aren't they like pimping hoes and selling crack on camera? Oh yeah, yeah, LAX,
2: yeah. Their their whole gimmick is like, yeah, they're running drugs and guns and they pimp hoes now and
1: wrestling's like (laughs) awesome. This is this is where we are. Wrestling's
2: a side hustle.
1: <laughs> this is where we are a... with the company. Hey, you oh know what God. those guys should do? They should pimp holes on TV. That's it. They should.
0: Yeah. I'm, start, I'm starting to think I should watch more of this promotion. Like some of the stuff I hear about, I'm just like, it feels very, very Russo-ish. You know what I mean? Like it is. Man, it
2: can and... be campy. It can be very campy. I will say that. Um, however, off screen, they've had a lot of drama lately. I believe it was, uh, as early as Sunday, last Sunday, Jeff Jarrett, uh, was announced as leaving Global Force, but apparently Jeff Jarrett still owns the Global Force name and the merger was never, like, made official, so, like, if he leaves and he takes the name with him, they go back to be Impact Wrestling, and that's all weird, and who knows what's up there, um... This probably stems from the fact that Jeff aired drunk in Mexico a couple weeks back. Yeah. Uh, a couple days later, news had broke that apparently Anthem is starting to go under because they have sunk a lot of money into this promotion. They're not seeing it come back, and uh, the semi-annual rumors of Impact, TNA, and WTNA gfw's demise have come yet again
1: <laughs> man. okay man so, you guys yeah. ready to discuss yeah that?
0: Let, let me let me let me get in yeah i got you. i don't i don't oh boy first of all first of all who would have thought that a company that allowed alberto del rio to be their champion the second he walked in the door run by jeff freaking Jarrett, who would have thought that they would be having issues so quickly. Never. I never, never would have thought it, right? No. And, you know, who else would have thought that Jeff Jarrett would have actually been out before Alberto Del Rio technically is out, right? Like, this is a cluster, clusterfuck of, of awfulness when it comes to, to GFW, Impact, Anthem, Looney Tunes, whatever you want to call them, garbage. Um, as far as them going under... I will believe it when I see it.
1: I, yeah, feel like that's, there, there, yeah. I feel
0: like there's a certainty in life. And that is... Dev <laughs> certainty.
1: DevTags is TNA.
0: We, <laughs> well, kind of. They're like... TNA is like the cockroach of wrestling. Yeah. And what I mean by that is when there's a nuclear holocaust...
1: They'll be around.
0: Eric, Eric Young and Eli Drake will still be... Not Eric Young, excuse me. EC3 and Eli Drake will still be wrestling in the ring. For T a somehow.
1: They're like an they amoeba. They're like an amoeba.
0: Yeah, they, they they do not go away. I I mean I don't I don't want them to. I don't like it when guys lose their jobs. This isn't what I'm I don't like, even though they're not getting paid on time half the time anyway, but I don't like the fact that these things happen, you know, because I feel for these guys. There's a lot of talent over there.
1: Do you but remember the story God. do you remember the story of Old Yeller? Sure. Old yeah. Yeller was a good dog. Wow. Old Yeller was a fun dog. But it came to a point where old yellow got rabies and they had to take him to the back and put him out of his misery. Hmm. I don't want these guys to lose their jobs either. But take this fucking company and put it out of fucking misery. Th- this company reminds me of you know how your grandma made you that sweater or bought you that sweater when you were like 5 and you're 35 and you still got that fucking sweater in your closet and you thrown it away <laughs> like 17 times? But it finds its way back to your closet? TNA yeah. of that sweater. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, I'm with you, man. And then, here's the fucked up part. Here's the shit that trips me out. They're still fucking signing people. They signed uh 014K, the Chris Brothers. Yeah. They're a hot tag team. You know, yeah. well, they could have well, used the thing, them.
0: Though, they're, they're doing the WCW thing, where it's, we're going to continue to hemorrhage money to make it seem like we're not losing money, all <laughs> in an attempt to, to save this, but it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? They're still spending money because they don't want it to seem like on the surface that they have no clue what they're doing, that everything's fine. So that the casual viewer, whatever, however many, all five of them, whatever.
1: It's 10 now. It was 10 this week. Yeah.
0: That, you know, they don't have a clue what's going on. They're just like, oh, man, they keep bringing in new guys. That's cool. But the reality is, us, we know what's going on because it leaks everywhere, you know. But it's just, man, I kind of hope that if they do go, that, I mean, a lot of these guys. Can find a way to make some money, and I think they will. Like I said, they've got talent. They've got guys who can go do shit elsewhere, and I don't know why a lot of them stick around. I, I feel like it couldn't be for lack of opportunity.
1: It's loyalty. Remember, yeah, uh, it's remember, loyalty. Remember, Abyss had a WrestleMania match. Like they weren't signing him to say maybe. No, they were going to sign him in, in in January for a WrestleMania match with the Undertaker. There is not. Yeah. That's a bigger honor than a world world championship in my, in my in my opinion. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, no, I'm, I'm going to stick with the squad. Like, I'm loyal. I love you too, right? I do. But if Ed and Christian call me tomorrow, and like, hey, Rams, we need you to be a part of our podcast, this would be the SM podcast featuring Caleb and Carl. Because I'm out, okay? I'm out. I'm letting y'all know that now.
0: No, and I get that. You know, I mean, it's the same. You know, not, every, not everybody can survive that. Like, someone like Sting, who was so loyal to WCW for so long, was able to survive that. And then he went on and worked in TNA as well. And he was he making like WWE, right?
1: He was making like five million a year, pretty much right. the but whole time. But he, exactly, he's Sting, right? Like yeah. Some of
0: these guys are not Sting.
1: Yeah. You know? Fair point. they're
0: just there because they're loyal. Like that yeah, me, Rockstar Spud, like,
1: bro, yeah. leave, <laughs> get out.
0: Like I, I still don't know what EC3 is doing in TNA.
1: Why? Well, no, because I'm his last easy. name is Carter. He can't go to WWE because <laughs> there's no Carter. No, he
2: can he leave. Needs- His his aunt appeared on on the 24 thing. He could leave now. (laughs) Oh, that's
1: right. Yeah, my bad. Maybe it's
2: just guys like that. It's crazy. What are they doing? Like, get out, you know? the 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 reality is greener. Yeah, the reality of the EC3 thing is that, you know, contrary to popular belief, at this juncture, those checks from TNA are still actually coming in on time at this juncture. yeah, And... Yeah. EC3 is under contract, I believe, until the beginning of 2019 as and well. NXT. So. And NXT. <laughs> I so we're Hopefully, it
0: to go up. But that's whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's just, like you said, you know, it's just they're like a little, they're just like a cockroach, man, and they just they just they do not go away. So the, the, the wrestlers, wrestlers for, for that company. Rumors of their demise are under, overrated. A little, let's yeah. let's calm down on that. Let's just calm down.
1: The wrestlers for NXT have battered women's syndrome and I'm not joking about the real people and women that have battery women's syndrome, but they won't leave this company because they feel like they got to be genuinely uh, loyal to the to the squad. Like, go make your money. Go make your yeah. money. You know? While you if, can. While you if can. it's that serious, Ring of Honor pays more than TNA anyway. If it's that serious, Japan pays more than Ring of Honor. Hell, PWG probably paid more than Ring of Honor than TNA. To be I'm saying. I mean
0: like
1: and they don't like, have you, a roster
0: yeah I mean while you're young and healthy and so able to do this you need to get as much out of it as you can
1: absolutely you man. know
0: you? that I mean I just that's you know that's why I'm the same way about athletes getting ridiculous paychecks as long as someone's willing willing to pay them yeah then that's then that's their value you know and people don't like it people don't like that opinion you know but this is this isn't like, you know, I don't want to get into the into business and politics, but it's a free market, right? So if yeah. you're able to go get that money Earn go get that money. Absolutely. I got no problem with that, you know? So
1: but man, but, but Caleb... shame to
0: see one of these guys get hurt and then not have had that opportunity
1: yeah. to cash in. Uh know? uh knock on wood, a dry yeah. situation and then, you know, they or better yet, Jesse Sorensen. He had to take care of all that shit on his own. Yeah. Or DJ Zima, yeah. Zima, yeah. Zima Ion had to take care of that shit basically on his own. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah luckily both of those guys were able to get healthy and start wrestling again but who knows they could have easily been in a wheelchair for the rest of their life though I, I don't i didn't see the the djz thing but i saw the jesse Sorensen bump that was terrifying but yeah caleb, absolutely you, you're the gfw watcher caleb so educators
2: I mean, what do you want me to educate
1: you on? Oh, are we we right? Everything we said was correct?
2: About, uh, I mean, okay. I will say this. um, At this point, I kind of agree. If you're a talent like an EC3, for example, who, you know, you might not be, obviously you're not necessarily known to a casual viewer or whatever, but there is a sect of, and most of the internet wrestling community, those that check the Twitter feed and whatnot—they know who you are. They know, you know, what you bring to the table. They know the value that you have. So, say yeah, as you can go, go make money elsewhere. Go if you're making more. If you make more in NXT, if you—I ma- wouldn't say Ring of Honor. I hear their, I hear their contract structure is weird. So unless you can get on like a like a Cody Rhodes type deal where.
1: You just show up. You no, know, you're
2: not necessarily under contract. Yeah. yeah, you just show up. Yeah. Unless you go know, that kind of deal, I wouldn't go with them.
1: But uh, also, Japan, Cody got the name. Where Cody has a name, where yeah. you can negotiate that.
2: Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I feel like uh, there are some that could do the same thing, but you no, know, whatever. Um, go to Japan, where like you know, if you're certain talents, if you're of a certain level, you can make WWE money and do like half the work. Uh, same thing. Uh, maybe do kind of like what also what Cody does and work like every independent that's known to man. Yeah. You know, like Chris Hero did. Yeah.
1: Or Sammy and Callahan or Joe McIntyre. Yeah.
2: Yep. I would say yeah, as soon as your contract is up, as soon as you are free to go, get the fuck out of there. That's, that's really the only word of advice that I have. Um, but Yeah, that's really all I got on that. But uh, we had mentioned, you know...
1: Real quick, I just just want to point out how hilarious it is that Cody, don't call me Rhodes, has had like numerous singles matches at WrestleMania and Dolph can't get one. I just wanted to point that out. Okay. But Cody Cody was underutilized. Okay. I'm sorry. Hey,
0: Hey, Cody has said himself... That he underutilized himself. He oh. has said that. That has come out. Oh, I know. So, so I know people that are going to bat for him. He doesn't even want to hear that excuse. So I know. Again,
1: we'll that, you know. me sitting on my hot horse, trying to express to the IWC, Rance ain't crazy. Rance don't say shit just to say, just to say shit. I don't disagree with y'all. Just disagree with y'all. The shit I say, not only is right and makes well, I'm not gonna say it's right, but not only makes sense, but the people is happening to agree with me. I just want to point that out there. I don't want to be
2: putting himself over, brother.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah.
2: You're going to put yourself all over, brother, brother. But, yeah, uh, we're, hey. We're going to get our we, golden we shovels up. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So, we just talked about several GFW talents and possibly leaving and going to WWE or NXT or what have you. Now, real quick, I want to discuss a particular talent that actually is going to the PC and signed this week. And that is one Donovan Dijak. Yeah. And those of you that have seen him at an indie or watched Ring of Honor, you know exactly who this guy is, and you know just how impressive this guy is too. Big motherfucker. So, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Do, yeah, do you guys have any thoughts on that?
1: I love it. I love it. We we complain all the time. Well, I won't say we complain, but there is a there is a thought process that there is not a lot of giant prospects anymore, and. This generation of fans don't want to see the, the old school lumbering giant. So when you got when you got guys like Braun who's out there redefining what a giant is, Donovan Dijak is six seven. So and I don't know if you guys have seen him wrestle. He had he wrestled a match with Keith Lee that I'm gonna watch when I get a chance at the Bola. And Keith Lee's my guy. Um, shout out to Keith Lee. But bro, like this dude can go. He's talented. He's young as all hell. He is—he's he, a guy that will be debuting on NXT very soon, and you might even see a Drew McIntyre, Donovan Dijak title match. Like he has so much potential. He's what Mark Gentrack should have been at that age. Yeah, um,
0: I have no thoughts because I don't really am not familiar with him. But I will—I will once again I will trust y'all's judgment on this because you guys, as much shit as I give you, Caleb. Uh, I do tend to, you know, I still listen to your opinions. So, uh,
1: you
0: know, listen, this is the way I look at it. I feel like WWE knows their talents. You know, I do. I feel like they know where to find guys. So if, especially now with, you know, Triple H being in charge of a lot of that stuff, finding guys and stuff, I trust in the process. Let's put it that way. So I would assume that he's going to (laughs) be as good as, you know you guys say he will
1: be. shout out to the Sixers
2: <laughs> yeah shout out Sixers and sup sup oh my goodness man um yeah Donovan Dijak is something else um I've only seen him wrestle once in person that was in a battle royal Carl you saw it too but you probably don't remember ah. but hey that's whatever oh was that the Hacksaw Jim Duggan who won the ro- yeah Hacksaw war? won the yeah, Hacksaw won the Danny Hodge uh, Invitational, even yeah, though he I didn't would. really do much
1: until, like, everyone got eliminated.
0: Right, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't have known him from that crowd for, that,
2: for, for you know, no, no doubt about that.
1: Classic Carl, yeah. not paying attention to shit.
2: Okay, there was three people that got an entrance, and he was one of them. I'm just saying, like, you're saying, like, they had a grand entrance or something, and you know that's say not it true. I a grand entrance. No. I said it was an entrance.
1: That's so well, no, you, you know okay. the few people that have an entrance in a battle royal are the people they want you to pay attention to.
0: Right. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah. Well, it didn't work. So, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, my bad. My apologies. But no, no,
1: no. Let's not get on that. Cause no. I got some goodwill today. Let's not get on that.
0: Yeah. You do. Yeah. Let, let me take the heat. Okay. Let me take the heat today. I'm down. I don't care yeah. if you work on Christmas. I don't <laughs> care if you work for other companies. I got the heat, brother. Let's do it. Screw
1: it. Don't care if you got to work oh, yeah. the extra day doing commentary. We don't care.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Big wrestling over here. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I, knew would that, pop I knew it would pop him. Um, one more rapid fire before we go to the questions, guys, because we really burned through shit tonight. Yeah. Um, and we don't have to discuss this at length because, you know, we don't watch a lot of pwg but hey they had bola last weekend and for the first time ever they crowned a two-time winner in one ricochet so hey that was cool man hearing about that and i've heard too that all three nights of bola were really impressive
1: they always Uh, are though honestly they they always
2: are okay
1: well that's um,
2: something i might have to buy on dvd though i don't know yeah
0: As as far as bola is concerned Battle of Los Angeles, uh, right? That's what that's what it means. Yeah. Uh, they they really so, ought to work on that name because it almost just sounds like Ebola. But you know, I, only I, I'm asleep, you though,
1: only yeah, you. So
0: it's fine. But I'll say this: Ricochet. Um, some of the matches I've seen him in, he's really good. But some of the stuff, it, it's we had. A, there was a big debate about him and the match he had with Will a while back, right? You guys remember that? Yes. And some guys were shitting about it because it was like damn near a fucking gymnastics routine. Yeah. And then some were like, no, it was beautiful wrestling, whatever you want to call it. I'm it was right.
1: an episode of Power Rangers. So, uh,
0: you know. Right. So, however, Ricochet is talented, so let's not get it twisted. Um, whenever he's ready to come on and make the next step, he should probably do it too. You know, he's, he's pretty... He's so hot right now, you know?
1: He would have signed... <laughs> He would have signed that damn
2: NXT. Ricochet is so hot right now. <laughs> he <laughs> exactly. he would have
1: signed to NXT already, but he's still under contract with LU. That's the only problem. Okay. Um, and okay. Ricochet is yeah. amazing. The difference between Ricochet and Will Ospreay is Ricochet can actually perform wrestling holds. Uh, Will Asprey is is a ballerina. But um, <laughs> no, I I, ha, I don't I don't I don't Ricochet is great. I just don't think he should have won because normally the bowler is normally the bowler winner is a guy who's supposed to be the next up in wrestling. That was Keith Lee's thing to win. I think Keith Lee should have won because Keith Lee, you're going to start seeing him ascend and be the next guy. Every year the winner is normally the guy who's next up.
2: Like uh, Marty Skrull won it last
1: year. Marty Skrull or when Gargano won it like five, six years ago, He he was becoming like the guy. When Kevin Steen won it, when he was Kevin Steen, you know, like, these guys won it as they were ascending into yeah. the mainstream populace. Keith Lee is about Generico, to make some noise.
2: It, yeah, G- Generico became, like, a top guy in Ring of Honor. Absolutely. Like, right after he won BOLA as well.
1: Possibly because gotta, gotta, of BOLA.
2: Gotta get your Generico pop in there. Though. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I, yeah. Who are you trying to relate this to, man? Yeah, yeah. You, you know. Oh, you know. No, you know. I don't. I this doesn't, like, who else could you relate it to? I don't understand. Let, let's let's move on. Okay, so uh, you guys want to answer some questions?
1: Let's do a few, yeah.
2: Yeah, let's do it.
1: Oh, let's we do got, a few. So we'll take them as a gums.
2: We got a handful. Uh, let's see here. Come on now, Phoneski. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I'll pull these questions up. All right. So, first question. A uh, guy also asked a question last week. Robert Henry. Sup, sup. Going to go to Local 2 with you. Yeah. What's up? He asked us, and it's funny that you mentioned Gorilla Monsoon, and uh, I believe it was Jesse Ventura earlier. Um, or no, Bobby Heenan. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um,
2: yeah. But he had asked us, if you guys could make a Dream Announce scene, you know, use as many guys as you want, who would you use? And, like, you know, how would you format it? So on and so forth. Um. I want to fill this first, and I'll let you guys answer. Now, if you guys know me, you know I'm kind of I'm kind of a mark for the traditional two man booth. Mm-hmm. And with that, I would probably say, and it's a team that's actually been done before. I would honestly say Jim Ross and Paul Heyman, to be completely honest with you. Okay.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, you know, I, I would also stick with a two man booth, um, and I would do a team team that's also been done before uh it has to be jim ross i mean to me for my time in wrestling watching wrestling jim ross is the iconic voice um i didn't grow up listening to gorilla monsoon i have you know going back and watching stuff but jim ross and I know a lot of people will hate this i don't really care but jerry lawler still they to me they just made a great yeah announced team you know what i mean they were just absolutely yeah uh, you know, and I, of course I'm from Memphis too. So I'm, you know, I have a soft spot for Jerry the King Waller anyway, but yeah, it would be those guys for sure. What about you, Rance?
1: I would do the three man booth because I appreciate the middle man having to play between the face and the heel. Um, sure. It was, it was, you know, don't get me wrong in the history of wrestling, you know, you had your face play by play, your heel announcer. It's always interesting, but it's something to me to let a play by play guy just be impartial. Let the face and the heel do their own thing. So I would have J.R. and King. And I'm talking about, like, 97 King. You know, like, okay. at his... Like, when he... At his worst. What I mean? his yeah, I mean best. But I would have... And people are going to shit on me for this. But I would have Michael Cole be the play-by-play. Okay. Now, I am a huge Michael Cole advocate because Michael Cole is probably the most underrated announcer in wrestling history. Because he gets shit on so much for doing his job. Like he's not he's not bad. We've watched him for twenty years. You know what I'm saying? He's not bad. He just does what he's supposed to do and does it well. So if you have that guy, a dude who used to be a war correspondent, just completely playing the straight man and let JR and King go at it and just call the action. I would say Joey Styles, but Joey Styles has proven that he can't work well with other people. <laughs>
0: Oh, That's boy. fair. That's
1: fair. Yeah. Next, next wow. question. Yeah. Next okay. question.
2: Okay. Next Ding. question. All right, then I got you, Rance. This is the one I was telling you about earlier, where I kind of got heckled by a friend. Yeah. And uh, this piece of shit that sent this question in is one <laughs> Will Kelly, and he had said, and I quote,
1: Uh-oh.
2: direct quote, guys. <laughs> How many sexual favors have you requested to Sami Zayn to be his biggest fan? And the answer is a whopping
1: 4,500. A whopping zero. No, no. What's uh, the answer? It's 67,800 or whatever it is, however much that people donated for the Sami for Syria. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I can neither
0: confirm nor deny Caleb's numbers, so I will Oh boy.
2: take the high road. <laughs> Oh, Hi, Sammy. Will, Will, regardless, well, regardless of the content of your question, thank you for sending it in. <laughs> um, uh, next question we have is one from, is from one Jacob Oliver, another friend of mine. Now, this is not wrestling related and this is a nice change of pace here. Now, if applicable, what games and consoles are you guys currently playing on right now? And, uh, I'm also going to fill this one real quick, you know, cause I'm reading them off. Yeah. I am on a PS4. I have been on a PS4 for three years now, and here lately, I've been playing a lot of MLB 17. I've still been getting a lot of play out of that. Great game. Now, however, great game. Now, yeah, absolutely. Now, however, coming in October, we've got at least one game confirmed to come out that I'm very interested in playing, and another that is still currently announced for October 17. But it, I kind of suspected to get moved back. Now, that first game, that obvious, that one you can confirm is WWE two K eighteen. I've already pre-ordered the deluxe edition with the season pass and all that. No, bitch, it. Whatever. I'm lazy. Who knows? Um anyway, the other one that still has an October 17 release date, but I kind of suspect it's gonna get moved back is the new South Park RPG game, and that is South Park, the fractured butthole. Bro. So if you uh, realize
1: t- yeah you know, Tell tell him about the uh, tell him about the difficulty levels, on the game.
2: Oh boy! <laughs> okay, so this actually cracked me up uh, as a as a Caucasian man. Um, it <laughs> no, it's fucking hilarious. Do you um, want me to say it? Will it be more comfortable there,
1: if I say it? Yeah, let's let the black guy say it. So, like in real life, the darker you make your player in the game, the harder his life is. Not the game, <laughs> not the game portion, just his life. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty accurate. Basically, like people will
0: hurl more insults at you and stuff like that in the, in the
1: game. Yeah, your credit will probably is, start off at like 530 You know, it, you'll probably start off owing $40,000 to the bank. You know, just regular black folks shit.
2: <laughs> oh uh, my gosh. That's
0: just the, the genius of Matt and Trey, right? I mean,
2: come on. Yeah. That's
0: the cool creators of this game as well. So, um,. Rance, I'll let you answer the game system question just a second, because I'm just going to jump in and say not applicable. <laughs> I have not. Yeah, I have an Xbox 360 that I haven't touched in, I don't know, since my kids were born.
1: Not applicable uh, because parent.
0: Yeah. So I just don't don't get a lot of time to hit the video games. The last video game I've played, I've, I mean, I've, I've played the occasional Mario Kart uh, on like old school N64 here and there in recent years. Uh, last game I played seriously was literally probably Fallout New Vegas or Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. So it's been a while.
1: Okay. Go, Call of, go ahead, Randy. Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare Two is my favorite Call of Duty. Um, oh, I it's a great am, game. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I'm a I'm a big sports fan, so uh, for me, WWE, 2K, any of them. Uh, Madden is cool. Gets repetitive, but it's cool. NBA. Is my shit. I will play that all day, every day, all year. Um, I also enjoy the Guitar Hero Live game that came out. It's always a fun game. But one game I would like to, um, I would like to kind of give you guys something to think about and play is, you know, Telltale does the uh, the story game. They did the Walking Dead game. Yes. They did the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Game. Batman. The bat, the new Batman. They, well, the Batman that came out before was great, but the new one. First episode is out. Second episode should be coming out by the end of this month. Yo, those are worth your money. Those are worth your money, and it's like five dollars episode. The game's like twenty bucks, and it's five dollars extra episode because it's five episodes. They re-upload them as the year goes on. Give that a try. You do those
0: on your phone, don't you? You can play those on your phone. No,
1: you can play them on a the console. I play mine on my okay. PlayStation. I have a PS4. Well, because
0: I've heard, I've played a Telltale game on my phone before. I know that. So I don't. did
1: the Walking Dead games on my phone, but the two batman games i've done on uh i've done on the playstation okay
2: yeah before we move on i want to say um as far as the telltale games go i still haven't finished season one of batman i really want to i need to actually been getting kind of lazy about it um also another telltale game i haven't finished is uh walking dead season three aka a new frontier i believe i'm up to the fourth episode maybe the fifth Are one you're not done yet um no, not done yet. I, I kind of stopped. There was a point in time like a couple months ago where I just kind of quit playing games for a little while. But, uh, yeah.
1: Well, also, just...
2: uh, real quick. Oh, um, Tales from the Borderlands as well. I started that. It's awesome. Okay. Um, I know that one's kind of older. Uh, Rance, I do want to ask you, uh, have you played Longshot Mode on Madden 18?
1: Yes. and it. The only thing I don't like about it is you don't play enough football for me. Like, I like the little mini games. The story is pretty solid. Um, but there's not enough football for me. Okay. You know, and then the other thing is once it's over, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure you don't play NBA, but like the NBA games have this thing called the prelude where you'll start off in college or you start off as a street ball or something. And then you yeah. can finish that and then import your player into your my player. Well, there's no my player in Madden. So long shots. Once hmm. it's finished, it's over. Ah. Oh. So if they had a my player mode where you could just focus on you and not franchise but like a my player mode where it's more than yeah. just your standard, you know, play the game, go to practice, play the game, go to practice, yeah, that'd be great. And they would sell yeah. so much more copies.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, that sounds uh sounds accurate. Um so if we've all set our piece as far as video games go, we have another question. This first one not related to wrestling, the second one is related to wrestling it's someone else who kind of cheated the system sent two questions in one but hey whatever i not gonna get mad at you shelly i cannot remember your last name right now because i'm i got the question on twitter but hey shelly thank you for sending these questions in uh first question do you guys have any other hobbies besides wrestling and for me i don't necessarily have hobbies i like i mean i get out obviously i at one point in time, and I still do to this day because I still buy them, I am a, a collector. I have at least 80 in my bedroom right now. So, yeah, there's quite a bit there. Um, and I I mean, I watch a lot of movies. I, and that's really about it, to be perfectly honest with you.
1: Can, can I answer? Can I answer?
2: Yes, go ahead.
1: My favorite hobby is fucking these no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Ah! <laughs> oh, I'm just joking. <laughs> Uh, no man yeah I play video games hang out with the kids uh, I'm an avid basketball player when I have the time uh, yeah you know if you're talking about like a collection the only thing I really collect I collect uh, souvenir cups from uh, like stadiums and stuff I got like 20 of them
2: okay.
1: So. okay um as far as
0: hobbies go when I get the opportunity because I'm pretty busy but when I get the opportunity I do like to play golf very white answer I know Um, but I, I like to play golf. Um, and I haven't played in a long time, but I also like to play a lot of poker. Uh, I used to work in a casino, so you kind of get, um, you know, thrown into that world a little bit and I enjoy it. Um, as far as collecting goes, I've gone through phases. Uh, I don't really collect anything currently. Um, but I have collected over the years. Me and my dad used to do the baseball card thing, and I carried that on for quite a while. I've still got some stuff at my parents' house hidden away that I plan to keep um, and not sell because it was kind of a sell collect. You know what I mean? And then the other thing is I really like... I'm a big movie buff, um, and I really like those steel box Blu-rays that they put out yes. to get cool designs on them. Now, they get a little bit pricey, and I, find, I found some really good ones online. So that would be... As far as collecting i probably i don't have a ton of them but i do like them so if i see one that i like i'll pick it up uh, so that's you need about to
2: it. buy it you, you need to buy the big lebowski on steelbook it's
0: awesome i'll tell you, i'll tell you the best steelbook cover i've ever seen i don't know if you guys have seen the movie or not the movie's incredible if you haven't seen it you need to see it uh it is kung fu hustle
2: uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen yeah. it, if you have
0: not seen that movie that that's is funny. an excellent movie yeah. and the steel box is amazing
2: um have you seen it before i have not you actually told me about this in st louis believe it or not
0: okay yeah yeah okay so the the ranch just to jump it in just to tell you the steel box i know you know what those are yeah um you know the the whole deal with the lollipop or whatever how he breaks it or whatever through part of the movie Uh that's the cover of the box is the broken lollipop but it's like just. oh that's awesome dude it is the coolest cover i've ever seen that's Um, awesome I got a, I got a friend borrowing it. I may never see it again, but that is
1: definitely. yeah. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah, Just, that, that's that's yeah. one
0: of my uh, that, That's about it. So that's it for me. Long long answer on that one. Sorry about that.
1: That's fine, dude.
2: If if people get tired of it, you know what they can do. I got two words for them. Keep listening. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Please 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 download. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. So uh, you guys ready for the next question? The the second part. Oh, shit, it's a yes. two-parter, okay. Yeah, it is a two-parter. She also asked, and this is related to wrestling, she asked, could John Cena be any hotter? <laughs> no, he's
1: unattractive. Real quick, attractive I want to say,
2: I, they, they said she said, could he be any hotter? And I say yes, if he had a full, like, flowing head of hair. Absolutely, yeah.
1: No, Kayla's real answer is if he was a ginger Syrian, <laughs> a- Syrian from Canada, from Montreal, <laughs> Yeah, uh, whose name oh no, rhymes what, with, what, set, what, with 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 Amy and last name rhymes with Rebe. <laughs> yeah.
2: Let, let, let me let me answer this. Don't uh, know who that relates to, but okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> real 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 quick. Um. So John's all right. You know, I'm not afraid to say if if a if, if a dude's a good looking guy or not. Whatever it doesn't bother me. Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm secure in
2: my uh, yeah. heterosexuality
0: but um he's he's not my type yeah
2: I'm, I'm,
0: <laughs> I, uh, yeah I, I would probably be more of a Roman reigns
2: guy absolutely the man right there. absolutely you know what I'm saying? probably a, a good
1: looking dude
2: I don't know I'm a, I'm a bit of a Ryan Gosling guy myself Whew. yeah for
1: I can real. see yeah. I can see I can see that being your type <laughs> oh while we're on the subject of Johnson real quick shout out to my boy john Cena being uh up for the role for Shazam something I said he should have done. It just how cool would it be? Oh yeah, John Cena being Shazam and The Rock being Black Adam—that should be pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. How how is John Cena gonna replace Shaq as that as that genie? What's gonna go on there? Next question.
1: (laughs) Next (laughs) question.
2: Okay. Next question. This one from Joe Saba. What up, Joe? Friend in the Wrestling Squared Circle. Yeah. What's up, sup? He asked us two questions, but he split them up. Okay, I'm gonna get the easy one out of the way. Is The Miz the best heel in the business? Now, I I construed this to mean the best one in the business right now. And with that, I would say yes. Um, Honestly, you could make an argument for Jinder Mahal. But for me, the reason The Miz gets the edge is because The Miz has to work, like has to really work to get booed. And so that's the biggest reason. Because people want to cheer him, and then he'll say something that'll just piss you off so bad that you can't help but boo him. So I would agree that, yes, The Miz is the best heel in the business right now. Um, Yeah, I agree. Um, You guys know
0: I'm a big, big mark for The Miz. But I will still boo his ass when he comes on television, (laughs) okay? And that to me, that is a great heel. Uh, Kevin Kevin Owens had that for a minute. It's it's been a little bit different lately. But I would still go with The Miz. He's just – not only is he the best heel in the business, but in my opinion, he's also the best – Mike man in the business right now. I don't think there's anybody Ooh. That right now. Right now. Ooh, so I he is, he is to me. I've said this before. I think he is the MVP of the WWE for the last year or so. I really mean that. Yep. Uh, and a lot of not, and I'm not talking like, you know, we know Dean Ambrose works more matches than anybody else on the live scene and stuff. I'm talking about just keeping the show together. Consistently, yeah, yeah, a consistently excellent, fun rivalries and feuds making guys matter like Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. <laughs> yeah. I mean stuff Marie. like that, you know what I mean? He's he's unbelievable. He really is. And if you guys are a hater, I don't know what's wrong with you. I would think he doesn't have many at this point. So, what do you think Grant's best best heel in the business?
1: Traditionally, yes, because his alignment is heel but he gets he gets cheered. Um uh shout out to LIJ groups like that who you know, get heat too, but, uh, the, the answer is a miss, but I would like to throw out, like you said earlier, general hall, because gender Mahal is a traditional Hill who is hated unanimously. So I, I, Miz would be the answer, but I just want to want y'all to remember that the point of a Hill is to be hated and y'all out here showing praise yeah. for Miz.
0: Well, Caleb just, he did mention gender. So yeah. I'm, I, I, yeah.
1: I that. Yeah.
2: Um, that's, yeah, that be, takes a lot, a lot
1: of growth from, from Caleb. I'm proud of you.
2: Oh boy, thanks, Dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You'll be getting a gender shirt
2: in the mail. Oh no, no, thank you. <laughs> but mine. You idea. just
0: have the one that I'm wearing right now. <sighs> I'll,
2: have to, I'll have to pass up. I'll have to pass up that. Gift. So uh, next question from Saban is: What do you make of Sasha Banks and treatment of fans? Now, I believe in this. He's referring to the whole like. The way Sasha Banks apparently is, you know, at airports and stuff. And apparently she gets a little testy. But here's the thing. I understand. You know, you've just got off a plane or you're going to get on a plane, whatever the case may be. And you probably either if you're getting on a plane, you just want to get to your flight. Or if you're getting off a plane, you want to go to the hotel and get some sleep. And then you have some jabronis at the airport at like three o'clock in the morning that are shoving things in your face to, for you to sign so they can sell them on eBay because they're too lazy to go yeah. get a real job.
1: <laughs> Shout out
2: CM Punk on that one. Tell them but, how you uh, really feel. So, but <laughs> that's exactly what he said, and oh, yeah, I you agree. Were, yeah, but yeah, and the whole like, there's this weird like, almost like a. Stalker culture with some fans ar- around that you know, like I said, will go to airports and stuff, and even some of them track flights and shit. It's weird. Yeah, but that's not just so, wrestlers,
1: bro. They've been doing that for <laughs> entertainers for decades.
2: I, well, yeah, even even so, that's I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's entertainers, wrestlers, whatever. It's still weird. Please don't do that. I'm, I'm asking you, a, a friend. I guess. Please don't do that.
1: Well, what do you guys uh, have to say? So, so Go you're, ahead, you're right. You're right. Technically, you shouldn't do that. Technically, you should allow a person their privacy. However, <coughs> like I mentioned Uh-oh. earlier with Christmas, when you put yourself at that level of entertainment, at that level of mainstream uh, you know, the that level of being mainstream, you don't be- you belong to the people. So Mercedes KV whatever her car whatever her last name is, <laughs> like okay she deserves privacy, but Sasha Banks don't deserve no privacy. That's just what it is, and it it sucks. I hate to say it. I'm not saying it because I like it. It's just what it is. If I was if I was if I was LeBron James right now, I would never expect to have a, a lone moment outside of my house or outside of my job. You're just not gonna. You're just not gonna. Too popular. Yeah. so i'm, so I, I'm not I'm think, not saying it's right but it's what you got to expect
0: yeah it, it comes with the territory um I don't I'm kind of uh you know this one's tough i, I don't I do kind of feel I feel more sorry for them about this than I do the christmas thing put it that that's way. fair. that's fair reason being that's fair is is because
1: they're at their worst when they get off a flight yeah
0: yeah man and like it, it would be one thing if if it was just a. You know, hey, man, how's it going? But when it turns into this, hey, I'm, I'm here. I've been waiting for you for two hours like a fucking weirdo. And now I've you owe me a this case full of shit and sign this and sign this and sign that. Like you should just if it's, you know, to me, if this is what you're trying to do, You should. Be willing to take no for an answer, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, don't show up with a briefcase full of stuff. You're just being an
1: asshole. <laughs> yeah, just one thing. You know
0: what I mean? Like, just show up with one thing and accept whether they're down or not.
1: Or how about you, you
0: know? ask? Yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. Right. I know
1: you're busy, but do you mind signing this for me? Yeah, Randy Orton situation. Manners, you know? Randy Orton situation manners? where he was in the gym working out, and the dudes taking pictures of him behind him in the gym. Like yeah, Randy I was, said, I would took scared. a picture with you. All you got to do is ask me. But don't hey, not get